thank you for joining me. My name is Stefan Van Norden, and this is Nature Revisited. We often talk about healing the earth, but the earth itself is also a great healer. Venerable Dinyani Wahoo is the founder and spiritual director of the Sunray Meditation Society in Vermont and is the chief of the Green Mountain Band of the Aniyun Wiwa. She is the 27th generation of the ancestral Wahoo lineage in the Cherokee tradition. Dinyani joins me to talk about the sacred medicines that the earth has to share. Cedar, tobacco, sweet grass, and sage, as well as the many other plants that are considered sacred medicines. We find ourselves in a time that challenges us both physically and mentally. And these are only a few of the medicines that the earth provides. So here is my conversation with the venerable Dinyani Wahoo and the sacred medicines. Yes, I'm called Venerable Dahani Iwahu. And it's wonderful to meet you. Thank you. I'm pleased to hear your voice and to make a connection with you. May our conversation be beneficial for beings. I think it will. Let's start with just a little bit about who you are, if you don't mind. Who am I? Well, I'm a great-grandmother. I've been teaching for many, many years. I look back, even my cousins tell me when I was 10 years old, I was giving instructions and teaching dances. That is how I appear as a great-grandmother. With um, We have four generations living. What do I do? I share with people pathways of reconciliation and to reconnect with their heart of awareness and for every being to understand that we're united in the family of life. I have, in my 70s, began to be more involved in Ani Yunmiwa Native American people's political issues, particularly when there was um, an idea to abrogate many tribes. And that also, well, to abrogate the treaties with many uh, indigenous nations. And that sort of woke us up. We were called the fifth generation. And it indeed woke us up into looking at what had occurred with our families' uh, land bases and uh, how it was even illegal to practice native religion. So uh, items that were part of ceremony would be hidden away when ceremony was complete. And we were also, as the fifth generation, called the ones who would be awakened, remember, and uh, make seeds for a healthy future. So 
being and doing, that is how it is. I did study in the university system, music and chemistry. The heart call is to be what my grandparents said I should do. And so I've continuously striven to manifest their vision of a, a restoration of prayer cycles and a moving from the city where many of our relatives moved during the Second World War. Uh, we came to uh, Vermont in the late 70s, as was suggested, guided, and prophesied, and created a, a peace village where people of many nations and religious views may meet and uh, practice uh, prayers and celebration, and also to look at our thinking and how we can restore harmony in the earth and turn aside the uh, attitudes of aggression. So that's what I do have been in M. <laughs> You're also a Cherokee, are you not? Yes, I am Ani Yunriwa, which is the old way of describing us. And the Peace Village is founded on the principles of the Ani Yunriwa, as it was taught to me by my paternal grandparents and great-grandparents. So today, I want to do a podcast on the four sacred medicines. But before we get to those... One of the things that has intrigued me as of late is the word sacred. Can you share with us your concept of the word sacred? Sacred is a song of interconnection. Sacred is hearing the sounds of those beyond the horizon, hearing the voice of the trees the information carried in the breeze. Sacred is understanding the story of the water and the message it continuously shares with us. So everything is sacred and the responsibility or the gift of being a human is to be part of the conversation and know that we are spiritual beings and that there is a sacred law of right relationship. And so sacred is to speak truth, to be kind, to know every being is a relative, that the trees support us, the earth support us, that all appearances are not separate from us, that it's a living dance of exploration in which we all participate. Uh, so this code of right relationship is we call original instructions, and it is encoded in our heart pulse and resonates with the earth and the sun and the myriad domains surrounding this dimension. So this spiritual responsibility is uh, considered very important to understand that everyone is our relative. Let's get into the four sacred medicines. Your assistant, Molly, said that there's actually seven. 
When you look around, they're innumerable. There are some that are very important for us. And so the first is cedar, because cedar is uh, balances both mother and father, and it purifies environment and the mind. And when people had forgotten their sacred ceremonies, a luminous being was born about 2,700 years ago around Thunder Mountain. And he purified the people who had forgotten their original instructions with the cedar smoke. So the cedar is very important to us. Then we also have uh, special trees that are part of the information because the trees being rooted in the earth are in a continuous conversation. Even the pulsing of the trees conveys the information of how people are. So the cedar, the most important, then there is the blue holly, which is a, it's a cleaning uh, herb. It buries and barks, which can be toxic, so it is used very carefully. It is a way to clean toxins from the body, the mind, that the inner eye may recall their natural song. Then there is the gift of sweetgrass, which actually comes from a little further where there are more plains. Yeah, the sweetgrass is the hair of Mother Earth. You can sometimes smell it uh, growing in the northeast and southeast in very small patches. Our community members have replanted it, brought it from places where it grew profusely further to the west and brought it back to the southeast and the northeast. When we say it is the hair of Mother Earth, uh, the smell of the sweet grass connects us with a mother wisdom uh, within us that is supported by the mother wisdom of the earth. And so its perfume, its smell, literally sweeps away the forgetfulness. So it is a, a family medicine, restoring the ability to hear what Mother Wisdom is speaking to us. And she also tells us through the smell of uh, sweet grass, the smell of cedar, the smell of sage, that we are, in any moment, we can be reborn. And the tobacco, it is the medicine of the woodland people, that is my people, and as you go further north, it is the entire Algonquin language group. And the tobacco is the masculine expression of prayer, and so it is used very differently. It's not social. It's it's a prayer offering. It's an incense. And so uh, certain places, people uh, actually grow a tobacco that is very different from what is sold in the store. Uh, this 
tobacco is grown by special men of the community who uh, keep their birds and who live in harmony with the environment and cause no harm. And so these special men, they grow the uh, sacred tobacco, which is very different. It's much smaller leaves and um, the seeds that were passed in my family, the color of the flowers were purple. Uh, this sacred tobacco is an incense so that the ones who have gone on, particularly the ancestors who may be watching over to see how it is for their children and the land and also the protectors of the environment, when people make the offering of that tobacco, it is... Uh, a point of reference, oh, they are praying there. And there is also juniper. Juniper is uh, for making clear the dreams. So before people go to sleep when they have had nightmares, uh, finding the, some juniper and uh, lighting it on coals from the fire or from a wooden match, uh, this clarifies the disturbed thoughts in the air, in the atmosphere, and so juniper is a way to clarify the heart-mind so that one may dream clearly. And there is also the precious medicine of sage, and the sage is considered masculine, and it sweeps away the concretized view of them and us, uh, the sorrow of blame and shame. It cuts through illusion so people can remember, oh yes, we are part of a wonderful song. So those are some of the primary healing herbs. Some nations have other herbs, and the most important medicine is the medicine of remembrance, which is supported by the ash, the beech, the maple, the locust, the oak, the birch, the holly. Deep in the forest, we see the medicine of the white pine, which is about our aspirations. The white pine is a very important tree for many of uh, our people, particularly in the east and central uh, northern parts of what is called the Americas, because the white pine is about transformation and cooperation. What groups or cultures recognize these plants as being sacred? Certainly the seven woods of the Cherokee are definitely known by the Anjunmewa people and other of the early nations that still exist. So for sure, the seven herbs, the seven trees of ash, beech, maple, locust, oak, birch, hickory, and sourwood, and all people see the cedar as a sacred tree, and in the Northeast, we recognize the white pine 
as a sacred tree. Wherever we are, there are sacred trees growing. So wherever we are, the trees are our medicine, and they are conveying information, which is most understood through our heart because the pulsing of our heart is also resonating with the pulsing of the tree. If you've ever leaned on a really large tree and leaned there for a while, you begin to feel its drawing of water from deep in the earth. That pulsing is a conversation. So the forest is alive. It is the source of air for sure. And most importantly, it's conveying information. So what trees are sacred is the trees that grow naturally near you. So how can someone learn more about applying these sacred medicines to their own life? Yeah, medicine is everywhere. And how do we uh, find it? Well, first we find our hearts and recognize, ah, I wish to understand, or ah, there is some call for more understanding. So to spend time in the forest near the streams, it's a way in which we uh, recall our interrelationship with the planted beings. Uh, they are also exploring as we are. So there are some plants that are newly forming that have not been seen before, just as there are some crystals that are newly forming uh, that have not been seen before. It's because there is a call from the hearts of the people and the heart of the universe. Hey, let's understand this more. Also, we look at the colors of the plants. So yellow for vivifying the mind, clarifying the view. We think about purple flowers to transmute aggression so that we have more a skillful ways of cooperation. Why cooperation? Because we can hear more clearly the voice of the universe because we are living beings participating in a sacred chorus. So you don't have to be anyone special or go anywhere. Wherever you are, you have access to the medicine of the plant kingdoms and you have access to the wisdom of the heart. So how important is it that we keep these ancestral wisdoms alive? I think it's important because we can be distracted by the times of the present. When we speak of ancestors, you know, in Cherokee and uh, many indigenous languages, there is not the past or the future. Everything is right now. So you look at the world differently, for sure, when you you grow up hearing or recognizing the relationships are ongoing. 
And so the wisdom of our ancestors is actually the memory of our star world homes. So we can explore the possibilities of what was once stardust. Getting back to the idea of the sacred, how important do you think it is that we have a sense of the sacred in our daily lives? Oh, gosh, it is very important to know that each being is a sacred being. And to have the sense of sacredness in our daily life, it begins on awakening with just a moment of appreciation, a song of greetings, a new day. Uh, This actually makes more healthy the body-mind and also balances the place where you live. To have a better sense of the sacred, to regain that natural awareness, is to pull away from our eyes the idea of other, to soften our hearts to the recognition that we are all pulsing together and breathing together. And uh, the first step is, I'm thankful. So appreciation is the most powerful medicine. Talk a little bit about how to smudge. And can people who haven't done it before, what can they learn from it? Certainly, there's definite scientific evaluation of hindering of mold and mildew and viruses in the air when people smudge with sage. And so when we are making a prayer of appreciation, we take as a shell because it is the meeting of wisdom all arising from water. And the most um, purifying spread, helpful in these times in very careful doses, is the sage because it purifies the air. The sage let it dispel. So when you smudge, what is being shaken out of the corners can leave the area. So what can a human being who is not smudged before do? Uh, You can think, I'm grateful for this gift of life. Above, I am thankful. Below, I am grateful. To the east, let inspiration flow clearly. Let me hear the voice of creation. To the south, let me see how I may plant seeds of good relation. To the west, let me understand the dance of transformation. To the north, let me see and hear again clearly the codes of right relationship. So those are simple Uh, ways in which we can make a prayer that affirm our commitment to being the explorers that we are. Wow, wonderful. Do you have anything you would like to share with my listeners? Uh, What would I want to share with your listeners? To know that you make a difference how you look at one another is an energy that 
uh, seeks to manifest itself. So let's learn to see each other as relatives and let us feel the song of creation, the voice of the earth and the sky as a, a song of jubilation and understand that our health, our community's joy is all a song or in the key of life. So let's understand that we are part of an incredible song and our thinking contributes to the sound. And so we learn that what we place attention on, we are giving energy to it. And so the distracting voices uh, constantly create the appearance of problems and I invite all of the listeners to recognize the energy of cooperation. When you think you're not sure that your heart feels the earth, uh, take a walk by the seashore, by the lake, by the stream, in the forest, in the desert, wherever you are, and sense the energy of the earth. Uh, Turn off at night all of your electronics because they can be a distraction, not only to your senses, also to your direct recognition of things as they are. All right. So any last thoughts on the sacred medicines? Yes. Everywhere we go, there is sacred medicine. Do we use it or do we work with it? The most powerful medicine is the prayer of appreciation. So the different herbs that have been described, they each have a purpose. And you can begin right now with um, a seashell, place it in a, a large bowl so the ashes are caught. And you can, in the health food store, buy sage and just begin to experiment. Now, it is a demulcent, so you don't breathe it in directly. You'll waft it in the air with an open door. And as you're wafting it in the air, into the corners you go and say, uh, dust and confusion fall away, wisdom is revealed, and I am thankful. Thank you very much. You're welcome. I appreciate what you do, and may uh, your activities continuously stir people's remembrance of their wondrous luminosity and the preciousness of life. Well, thank you. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with the Venerable Diyani Yawahu, about the power and the meaning of our sacred medicines. I also hope that we can all find a bit more of the sacred in our daily lives. And I hope you will share Nature Revisited with friends, family, and colleagues, and subscribe to Nature Revisited on your favorite podcast server. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube, or our website, nordenproductions.com. That's Norden, N-O-O-R, 
www.demproductions.com. If you would like to share your thoughts or comments, please send them to us through our website contact page, and we will share them on our Instagram page. Nature Revisited is produced by Stefan Van Norden and Charles Gagan, and I hope you will join us for the next edition of Nature Revisited. And in the meantime, remember, we are nature.